Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 500 years in the future. The Earth has been destroyed. Yet, civilization thrives in a Martian utopia of nerds. But that is the future. Yeah, utopia is going to have to wait. This is Nerding Out with Ravy. And we want to welcome everybody. It's an all-new Nerdin' Out podcast. Hey. I am Ravy. Cameron's over there. Hey, what's up? Randy's over there. Hi. Follow along and comment Nerdin' Out LA on Facebook and Twitter. Nerdin' Out on Instagram. At the end of the podcast, the comment of the week winner getting a four-pack of Star Wars-themed Love Pop holiday cards. These are really nice. cool. I know, right? They're awesome. I'm and a big fan of Love Pop. Love Pop, not a sponsor, but they could be and should be. Lovepop.com. I love all their cards. They're the best. They have great pop culture stuff, but I also used it recently when a good friend's father died. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Sent a sympathy love pop card, so it popped mm. up into, you know, flowers. Yeah, I'm, again, not a sponsor, but the last couple times I've gone to the store to get a card for something. Not impressed with the selection just at the store. Like the- oh, like an actual the store. The ones you buy at the pharmacy and right. crap. Ugh. Love, love pop? pop is the like best next level. For sure. For sure. Uh, quick thank you, everybody who's listening to The Boys Season 2 Watch. Oh, yeah. I am loving doing that. I love I'm talking about fan. The Boys after watching an episode of The Boys. I'm a big fan of doing that in general, especially with The Boys. And last week, I have not been able to get the picture out of my head of the giant ween. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy throwing up on his own face. <laughs> Is it? What does that say about me that I'm the one that really knew it was the giant ween right out of the gate? I think that means your head's in the gutter. Just okay. constantly. Yeah, all right. Well, uh, two more episodes. That is making me a little bit sad. Two more episodes of The Boys Season 2. Uh, these final two episodes probably going to be bananas. So really looking forward to that. And as we mentioned on The Boys Watch podcast, there is a spinoff of The Boys coming to Amazon Prime sent in a college for soups as they compete for the best contracts and assignments in the best cities. They don't want to end up like The Deep who uh, gets banished to Sandusky, Ohio, a fate worse than death. So looking forward to that. Oh, and Cameron, you've been talking about um, how crazy it is to see actress Aya Cash taking on the role of Stormfront, Mm -hmm. such a vile, horrible, awful person. Yeah. There's a terrific article up at Vulture.com about the decision process to take that role and all the conversations leading up to it and all the conversations that continue to happen as she's in this role. Really? Of Stormfront. And it's a super interesting read. I am a big fan of her. I never heard of her before this. I, I really think, um, I, I don't think it's normally the kind of show you'd be into, but you should watch You're the Worst. It's an FX show. It looked Possibly FXX, I forget. It looked like it's super cringe. It's it's cringe, but I really, really like it. Yeah? Yeah. You like cringe, She though. rules in it. I'm not the biggest cringe fan. I know, but All right. I'm just saying, give it a shot. Put it on the list. Uh, Speaking of shows, today I want to talk about shows you just keep right on watching, or maybe you've dropped off, because Bob's Burgers 
has been renewed for seasons 12 and 13. I like when I heard the uh, news about Family Guy, right? Right. And what that's going into its 19th or 20th season. It just started season 19. I thought, okay, that seems like it's been on that long. Bob's mm-hmm. Burgers, I could <laughs> I could swear it was only on five seasons. Yeah. Are you like, not? You're a Cash fan, right? I'm a Cash fan. Right. But it's been part of my uh, animation watch yeah. at night, so I'm definitely getting up to speed on it, but still, it's like, it's insane to me that the show has been on that long. Does time, it feel like 11 seasons, Rand? It does not. Time no. flies when you're having a great time. That's yep. true. No, yep, but, yep, yep. but I, I do get Cameron saying, though, seasons like four through i'd say up to now they just because the animation style hasn't really changed that much oh that's true too it's always kind of been up to par Mm -hmm. it just feels like one long continuous season okay go back and watch it all well we're going to talk about these long-running shows we're also going to talk about it's set our next live podcast event going to be giving you the deets on that and you know i'm all nibbly and excited for this game of thrones book that's coming out next week fire cannot kill a dragon and extreme spoilers for why Benioff and Weiss didn't use a character from the books that the yeah. book readers really wanted to see. And I actually think their reasoning is kind of legit. I would like to be read to it. I would like you to read it to me, <laughs> is what I'm trying to I get I would at. like it to be read to yeah. it. <laughs> Picking up the book itself. Yeah. Meh. Dude, I think you'll <laughs> like it. No. Just because it's a book, what's a big deal? Just read it. You're I'm just f- saying I think it would be fun if Randy and I came over. Okay. We lit some candles. <laughs> Randy and I really love your couch. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you could read it to us. Yeah. And th- you're going to read it anyway. I uh, am. Why not read it to us? <laughs> I just, I, I love Raby's couch. Yeah. Like, oh, I yeah. leave Raby's place thinking about her couch. So rested. You know what? Throw out the plan for the rest of the podcast. Okay. We're talking couches. We're just going to couch it. <laughs> Let's talk about a lot of things that I've watched from my couches, and that is long-running shows. You know, there are people out there that have seen every episode of The Simpsons. Yeah. That was my jam back in the day. I think maybe most people had a Simpsons period. Absolutely. Where that was their watch. That totally. was their jam. 31 seasons, 684 episodes. Still going. Unbelievable. Still going. Unbelievable. I picked it up again. Animation watch at night. Yeah. I've been watching through The Simpsons now that uh, Disney Plus has the aspect ratio thing fixed. Oh, that's right. Very, very important. I just really like it. Started it's, in December 1989. It ha- It's super funny. Um, obviously, there are some seasons that are funnier than others, but one thing I always liked about The Simpsons is uh, it, it's clever and it's high energy, but it's comfortable. It's different than something like Rick and Morty uh, or even this this Star Trek animated show that I've been liking on CBS All Access. Those are very high energy where like you shouldn't have your TV on too loud because if it's too loud, you're going to get overwhelmed (laughs) by all the burp and like farts and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) The Simpsons, even brand new episodes feel nostalgic to me. Randy, what year were you born? 96. 96. He was in year, probably the sixth season of The Simpsons is when he was born. That's how long that show's been going. That's insane. That is nuts. I remember when they did that whole, uh, I think it was on FX or FXX or FXXX, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did the whole series run. Oh, that's right. FXX. When The, when the Simpsons yeah. was coming to FXX. And how long did that last? That was like a week. Oh, week's I believe it was a year and a half. That's <laughs> so much. But I would check in on that occasionally. And, yeah. you know, totally. Watch some episodes. W- when was the last time you guys watched the Simpsons episode? It's been a minute. Yeah. For it, me, it the way it happens is I'll watch Bob's Burgers or I'll put on a random Family Guy episode. And then uh, once the once the series reaches conclusion, it just skips to the next show that's available. 
and more most of the time that's the Simpsons. So that's yeah. how I watch my Simpsons. I, yeah. And it's not that I don't not like it. I do. But it's just something that you got out of habit with. Yeah, definitely. You know? Uh, me, personally, for, like, shows, I'm usually good for, like, six or seven seasons. Like, at one time, The Walking Dead was my jam. And I oh, looked same. forward to that on Sunday same. nights like yep. nobody's business. Hearing what was the first song? year that aired? Uh, the Walking Dead? Uh, well, it's wrapping up season 10. So... Two, 2010. Yep, 2010. Yeah. I remember October watching. 31st, 2010. Okay, then. Okay. I, I remember being on the... No, being on an Xbox 360 party with my friends in middle school. Jesus. Like, waiting for the theme to hit, and then it would hit. Because around this time is I when... I love the theme. Yes. Around this time is when Netflix got integrated into the consoles. And yep. so I think the first few seasons were put onto Netflix, and that's how we caught up with it. And from there, that's where we jumped off and got into... um into watching it live. Okay. The theme song was awesome. I always loved it. Oh, yeah. That's good stuff. So good. I've watched probably six or seven seasons there. Wow. I did. I think that's about where I left I still off as well. Ca- I still watch Talking Dead, though. Isn't that's that weird? That's watch, though. But that like, doesn't make any sense to me. That's I listen so to them weird. talk about it. Yeah. The Walking Dead is recorded, so if they're talking about something that I'm interested in, I'll go back and watch it in show. That's so mm-hmm. funny. But I listen to them talk about it first. I used to do... That's uh, so weird. I used to do uh, after shows at this after show network called After Buzz TV, and I, I did a bunch of different shows. And we would have people occasionally that would watch our after show and say, I've never watched an episode of such and such show. And I'm like, why are you? Thank you for watching. <laughs> Thank you for listening. But I'm confused as to why. In the 90s, Randy, long before you came along, mm-hmm. The X-Files was my jam. Uh, the X-Files was one of the biggest shows in the country, if not the biggest. And I was caught up in all that hoopla. I did not come close to making it through to the end, though. How many seasons did it go for? 11. Wow. And it was like... I don't know. Down, down, it it just down, got become down, came down. really weird. Are Mulder yeah, and Scully yeah. going to do it? She's pregnant with his baby. And then David Duchovny left. I didn't watch the Robert Patrick seasons. Mm-hmm. It's like, why do you keep a show going like that? Mm-hmm. Mulder left. It's, uh, it, it's bittersweet because I feel like with a lot of shows, eventually you get to a point where... It's almost like ending a toxic relationship. It's like, I, I got to stop. Like, this is just silly. This doesn't make sense. <laughs> a little sense. bit, yeah. yeah. And it always happens with an announcement, especially now, being that everything's online and social. Sometimes, because we're always looking at social media and whatever, we'll see an announcement like, oh, that can't be good. Right. Like, uh, like the CW with the uh, with Ruby Rose when yeah. she left. Like, oh, yeah. what's going to happen now. Right. For sure. At, well, X-Files, no social media during the day. You had to be there Sunday nights. <laughs> yeah. You had to be there and watch it. Nice. But be- in couch. Because you knew everybody was going to be talking about it the next yeah. day. And you were going to be spoiled if you didn't watch it. I do miss the... Uh, we had it with Game of Thrones, right? right? Mm-hmm. I kind of miss appointment television. Well, we kind of have it... A little bit. Mm-hmm. It, when we watch shows on like Friday when they drop, that's yeah. kind it, of appointment television. I, a little bit, but like the anticipation, if it starts at five o'clock and everybody gets together at four, you know, yeah. 55 and you're staring in front of the TV and the previews are happening and like there's, it's a different energy. I miss it sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I get you though. I love streaming though. Sure. And I love being instantly satisfied too. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I hear you. There's... It's very nostalgic, though. Appointment television is very nostalgic. Randy and I watch sports, and that's really the only appointment television we have. Well, I mean, you could also argue, though, that like when when a show is released onto Netflix or Hulu and you get the entire season, it's still somewhat appointment television because majority of the time you're watching it with somebody else because I can only imagine how chaotic a household would be where 
you guys are both watching the same show, but one person's ahead of the other. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. you, you kind of have to watch you it with You make an appointment with the person. Yeah. Like so I, it's a different person. Not necess- You don't necessarily make an appointment with the show, but you make right, an appointment right. with exactly. a person exactly. to watch it together. Or you commit yourself to the single lifestyle like I have, and you just watch it whenever the hell you want. Yeah, yeah, whenever. <laughs> yeah, brother. Now- Believe it or not, as I was going through these lists of these long-running shows, I'm way more inclined to stick around with an animated show. That's what I... These animated shows are the ones that are running the longest, maybe because they're not as expensive to produce, and you can just keep going and going and going. Yeah. I'm also more inclined to stick with a show now that has a shorter season. You know, they used to do 22, 23 episodes of The X-Files every year. That was the standard for broadcast TV. I know. I'm way more inclined to stick around if the season is shorter. Let's talk South Park going into season 24. Good Lord. (laughs) 24. I'm not going to pretend that I've seen all the episodes. I've seen a lot. I have seen a handful. I've probably seen more than half. Um... I've probably seen all of them, minus like a few of the last seasons. Right. But uh, I'm a big animated guy. I love watching yeah. animated shows, especially silly ones like Family Guy, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I really, I've, I've not seen a ton of South Park. I've seen, like I said, a handful of episodes. But as I was describing a little bit ago, it's one of those shows that is aurally, as in sound, mm-hmm. overwhelming to my ears. Okay. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Like there's a, I, f- I feel like there are some episodes that, are just naturally funny. Some that are kind of swinging and miss. Some yeah. that are kind of timed out. Where it's you know they talk about uh, Britney Spears or whatever. Right. That's, that's like old. That's true. A lot of I mean? like the older episodes. Yeah. But but like the episode they had where they made fun of Game of Thrones and Black Friday about oh, yeah. the PlayStation and the Xbox and the episode and that entire uh, storyline lasted like four. It episodes. lasted quite a while. Yeah. Uh, I am. We're recording this on Wednesday, September thirtieth. And the pandemic special is going to air tonight. The South Ooh. Park hour-long ep. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to that, too. I think it'd be pretty funny. Um, but I am in and out on South Park. I'm more in lately, ever since Randy got the pot farm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's kind of an interesting storyline to me. <laughs> uh, now, you brought it up, Randy. Believe it or not, is it weird that I have never really liked Family Guy? Um, No, I mean, it, it, it makes sense. Uh, to some people, it's obnoxious. To me, it's just overly silly, and it's one of yeah. those things that I watch where I, I guess the best way I could compare it to is, you know how I kind of talk about how I put on Parks and Rec in the background? Yep. And I just, I watch it without necessarily watching it. Mm-hmm. Well, Family Guy, I will actually watch, but I don't really retain much of it. It's just sort of like, uh, as I'm doing something, get a few chuckles, get a few laughs, but I can always revisit the episodes because every episode I go back to, it's like, oh, what's going on here? And then, oh yeah, that's right. This happens. So um, it's, a, it's like a pleasant little revisit thing for me. So how many, how much of it do you think you've watched? I'll just prob- premiered season 19. Probably all of it. Oh yeah, really? you think oh, you've yeah. seen all of it? I tell, I'm telling you, I love watching animated shows. I think I came to that realization once Cameron talked about how uh, he wanted to end his days watching animation. Yeah. <laughs> I think I realized, I was like, holy shit, I think the majority of the stuff I consume is animated. Yeah. What Do you watch Family Guy, Cam? Yeah, I think I've seen probably half of it Yeah, would be a good guess. Have you watched it lately? No. It's been a long time since I've watched like new episodes, but for a while there, I was super into it. American Dad has been on 17 seasons. No way. I'm, that blows my mind. Well, it, it, it had moved. A it got canceled pause. by Fox. Yeah. Yes, and is now on TBS, airing new episodes. And I think their seasons are shorter, like ten okay. or thirteen yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. episodes. They also syndicate the living shit out of that show. I'm more likely to leave that on in the background than I am Family Guy. I um, never got into American Dad, and my, it's not like I'm super into it. I yeah. like the fish. 
And I uh, like Klaus. Yeah, and I like the alien. Roger. Got, yeah, I like Klaus and Roger. They make me laugh. My uh, my my thing too though is that for for me, American Dad seemed to get more lax when they made the switch to TBS. Whereas when Fox, I feel like Fox kind of had them a little bit reined in. Okay. They kind of because I feel like they wanted Family Guy to be the show, like the raunchy show, the one that pushes the envelope. Right. Whereas American Dad was sort of like the toned down version. Like look at even the Cleveland show. Yeah. That, that show was definitely a toned down version of Family Guy. But once they got to TBS, it got more relaxed. But uh, it relaxed. So is that a good thing? Yeah, I mean they, they they get to push the envelope a little bit more. Yeah. It's a little confusing though because I mean I don't know I, I never really stream American Dad. I think we kind of talked about this. American Dad's one of those shows that if it's on TV, I'll watch it, but I'm, I'm probably not going to put it on to watch. Right. Yeah. Streaming Same. Or yeah. Agreed. Okay. We've talked about this many times. A great nerd shame of mine. I will get to it one day. I swear to God. Doctor Who. Ravy. Doctor Who. Mm. Okay. I really think after we get over the swell of the boys, mm-hmm. the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. we should sit down and do some extra podcasts in the Doctor Who universe. Yeah. I think people would really appreciate hearing your thoughts, and there's a ton of people listening to Nerd Now who are fans. Right. 12 seasons dating back to 2005, 26 26 seasons dated 1963 to 1999. Have you watched those two? Those like- The mega old ones? Yeah. No. I started with uh, Christopher Eccleston. Okay. So whenever they basically yeah. brought Doctor Who back, so me too. 2005. Yeah, yeah. So these 12 seasons, mm-hmm. but of Doctor Who. For me, I uh, I like Doctor Who and I appreciate Doctor Who, but I, I after David Tennant, I kind of jumped off because I yeah. I enjoyed David Tennant so much that I just I couldn't imagine like to, sort of like when a character leaves the show that you really enjoy. It's like, well, how are you going to go on with this? Right. David Tennant for me was the ideal perfect Doctor. So once he left and Matt Smith came in, I was like, okay, I'm good. That is the funny thing about Doctor Who is that in like shows like The Crown where you're recasting so attached your main character. To a previous cast. You know yeah. they're leaving. Yeah. I, I mean, I know I heard Matt Smith is fantastic, as are the, mm-hmm. the following Doctors. It's just different. It is different. You get used to one thing and then boom, yeah. something else comes along. I really think you would like it, Ravy. I do too. I do, I'm not saying I won't. And there's no reason that I haven't other than I just haven't. I mean, the, yeah. the reason is probably because there's always a million things right. dropping <laughs> and coming out and there's only so much time in the day. Yeah. What, what about shows that take really long hiatuses to come back as opposed to just sort of like- You mean like Stranger Things? No, to, to me, the one I was thinking of because we're kind of on the- uh, the topic of British shows, Sherlock. Like Sherlock oh, took yeah. like a two and a half year break, and I, yeah. I swear to God, I tried to get really, I tried to get back into it for that final season. I could not. And you do couldn't. It. I couldn't do it. Uh, Sherlock is something else I haven't checked out, and we have a lot of listeners that love it. Oh yeah, it's great. And that is definitely on my list to go for as well. This is also a show I might go for, but I'd have to be retired. Supernatural yeah. is about to wrap up fifteen <laughs> years on yep. the air. Wow. Fifteen. Uh. I'm sure I would like it since Eric Kripke was the one that brought Supernatural to the CW. He has since moved on to bring us the boys on Amazon. Yep. So we love that. I'm sure I would dig Supernatural. Uh, in fact, Kripke bringing Supernatural star Jensen Eccles to the boys for season three. He's playing Soldier Boy. <laughs> but, nice. Soldier Boy. Nice. Yeah. But think about that. 15 years on yeah, the air. That's, that's absolutely For nuts. Supernatural. Now, a show I'm pretty sure I've seen every episode of and love. I still watch it on Hulu sometimes. Mm-hmm. King of the Hill. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, yes. Yeah. King of the Hill is one of those shows that I never really got into from beginning to end. It was just sort of jumping here, watch an episode there sort of thing. But I enjoy it. I oh. love it. 
I am very okay. attached to it. 13 oh. seasons on oh, Fox. King of the Hill was a show that was always on when I came home uh, after school. Okay. And so cause they were syndicating it, sure. playing it early on the local station or whatever. Right, right. And oh man, it gives me, like I can, I have visual memories of where I was sitting in my house watching that show. Really? Yeah. And it hit to home because I grew up in the Midwest, so there's okay. a lot of you know characters I recognize, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. love that, that show, though. Yeah, there are things that stick with me from uh, King of the Hill, like Dingle, Mangle, No Dingle, yeah, Boomhauer, Boomhauer. Mm-hmm. All that, all that small stuff is really funny. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Hank. Hank, that's right. I love Hank. Propane, propane accessories. That's right. Peggy, <laughs> Bobby. Oh my God. What's who's the neighbor that lived next door who's so pathetic? Bill. Yeah. Bill, Bill Dotrieve. Oh my, and Dale. Oh my Dale. God, Dale, Dale in his basement, <laughs> Mr. Conspiracy Theory is just super fun. Who's, I absolutely love that show. I still watch it. Whose son is obviously not his, but her first. Oh right, <laughs> John Redcorns. <laughs> <laughs> I love oh, it. It's awesome. Uh, a show I never picked up. I don't know how I would feel about it. Mm-hmm. Was Bones. I watched. I watched. I Bones. never watched that either. Twelve I, seasons on Fox. Holy is God. that right? Twelve. I feel like there's an there like as far as network television goes, I'm so far away from that that there are shows that get renewed that I don't even know exist. I am right, very biased against true. network dramas. Me too. I, I don't. Well, I mean, I don't really. I just I don't give them a chance. I never really yeah. try to get into them because I know I'm not going to enjoy them. I can't even recall the last time I really got into a network show like that. It's not that I don't think I won't enjoy it. Like I still watch. Superstore, that is a network show, and I really network enjoy comedy, it. though. Yeah, comedy. Okay, I guess dramas is different. Yeah, I didn't go for Bones because David Boreanaz basically jumped from Angel to Bones. Yeah, and they canceled Angel, and Angel ended really strange, and I was not ready to let that go, and I straight up boycotted Bones. You would have rage watched it. I boycott you, Bones, <laughs> and then it ran for twelve seasons. I couldn't even believe it. You know, another thing too, I I wonder as far as. Like, I wonder how difficult this job is, or if it even is difficult. Writers for these sorts of shows, these, like you said, mm. those shows last 12 seasons. Cameron, how many yeah. episodes a season typically for a drama like that? You probably... Still 24. 24? Yeah, if it's so a network. For, so that's 24 individual cases with plots and yeah. crimes and motives you have to come up with. How the hell do you figure all that out? Like, Well, so there's... I should change my answer. There's shows like CSI, or well, that's not on anymore, but NCIS and all those. Right. Those yeah. are 24... 22 still uh-huh. uh other ones like uh the, that show that was on abc for a while designated survivor with Kiefer sutherland shows like that'll be 13 15 episodes or whatever but i think the answer to your question is there's so many writers yeah on the um okay. on the one that you know is not necessarily hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They serialize like a... 
NCIS or something. They're focusing on different storylines and, you know, one cohesive storyline throughout the season and all that. But the other ones, every episode, the structure is the same. You uh, know, if you yeah. think about like uh, NCIS again or Grey's Anatomy or one of those shows, they're generally the same beats kind of happen. It's just the circumstances are different. So mm, okay. I feel like it's easier for them, not to say writing is easy, but it's easier for them to find things to fit those. Right. You this know, goes here. That this framework. goes here. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. And put it all together. Yeah. All right. So Randy, Bob's Burgers, season 11. Watch it. Just got picked up for season 12 and 13. We both watched the season 11 premiere. Mm -hmm. Bob can't find a key to a safe, ends up in a crazy dream, and Tina can't figure out a hand clapping game that everybody else is an expert. (laughs) I thought it was awesome. I did too. I absolutely loved it. I'm like, oh my God, this is the season 11 Bob's Burgers premiere. I'm just as into it. And and that's the one thing. That's really cool. I've always taken away from Bob's Burgers and I've always loved it. Is, is just originality. Yeah. Being that it's always, they will always take that extra step to be just that much more goofier, but in the process of being goofier, they end up being more relatable. You yeah. Know? Where it's like, oh, I have that. Like in this case for this episode, it'd be like, oh, I have that in my car. Like that would probably say the same thing to me if it was talking to right. me. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? So that's the one thing with Bob's Burgers is just, I feel like when you really when you really break it down as far as the, uh, the Belcher household, every single person is one key component that makes up one person as a whole. So it's like Gene is the silly mm-hmm. sort of yeah. like, you right. know, obnoxious type Louise fart love and fool yeah Louise is sort of like the uh, smart mouth the smart mouth yeah mm-hmm. and then Tina's the Tina hopeless is, romantic yeah <laughs> raging teen you know what I mean yep. and, and you have Bob who's self-deprecating so I feel like all of them as a whole they all have something that is relatable to the viewer because it's something you'd find in one single person and that's why I love it so much because yeah. it's just it's always fun it's goofy it's never too serious and even when it is get, even when it does get a little too serious the the scene or the or the mood is wrapped around somebody just goofy like Teddy for instance right you know what I mean like mm-hmm. Teddy Teddy making Bob go with him to stuntman uh, camp or right whatever. right to try to get some exercise yeah exactly <laughs> and then Bob tells him that he's not his best friend you know what I mean so it's, yeah. it's silly stuff like that yeah now speaking of H John Benjamin and season eleven that's where Archer is on FXX am mm-hmm. I the only one here that watches Archer. That uh, is a show th- that currently does. Yes, I've, yeah. I've watched the first three or four seasons. Mm-hmm. That is an ep- that is a show that much like a lot of shows that you have, I need to get around to. Yeah, but I just I never have, which is which is weird because I think Archer, as far as comedy goes, is the one that the m- majority of my friends enjoy the most. Yeah, but I've never gone around to. It. I don't know why. The early seasons are some of my absolute favorites ever. They're and, so good. <laughs> and then Archer ended up in a coma, and they did these three dream seasons, which were okay. Mm-hmm. Now, he's out of the coma now, but this is one of those cases where I'm just really watching it out of habit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fine. I like it, but it's kind of depressing me a little bit because of Jessica Walter. She voices the mom, Mallory Archer, mm-hmm. and I will love her forever. Why? Lucille Bluth. Arrested Development. That's all I need to she say. She is the best. <laughs> and that's how I see her. That's how I picture her as Lucille Bluth. But she's been voicing Mallory for over 10 years. And her voice isn't nearly as strong as it once was. Yeah. It really cracks. It's Mm -hmm. really, it's not the same. And it's kind of bumming me out. I agree. That's kind of part of what bums me out about watching the Netflix seasons of Arrested Development too, is that. Oof. Yeah. There's been, there's a lot of change there. Some aging has happened. I know. It's just weird. That's a thing that, that why animated shows work because you don't necessarily see the aging going on. Right. But But then when, once you hear it. Yeah. It's like, ooh, boy. 
like I, I remember growing up, I always, uh, I love SpongeBob. SpongeBob is another show that's been on for God. Oh yeah, since '99. Sure. And so I've grown up with it. My sister's grown up with it. My cousins have grown up with it, and that's two generations there alone. Mm-hmm. But like going back to it now, you can see, like you can tell, some voices are different. Some characters, are, Mer- yeah. Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy, oh, sure. aren't even there anymore because the actors who They've play them both passed, passed away. away. Yeah, Jeez, you know. Jeez. So mm-hmm. it's just, it's weird. Sometimes it's just it's, bringing it down, right? That's now. a good point. That is a good point. Now, nine seasons doesn't sound like much compared to these other shows, but Cameron and I did not make it through The Office. Oh, yeah? I just couldn't after Steve Carell left. Thank you. I just couldn't. What do you mean you couldn't? I tried. I'm like, oh, God, the vibe is so different, and I just don't like it anymore. I don't like what they did with Andy. Yeah, I I don't like what they did with Andy either. Completely completely throws off the dynamic for the show. James Spader wasn't doing it for me. Okay, I will tell you what about James Spader, though. Robert California. Robert California actually turns out to be a fun character to have in the mix. Okay. Really, really does. I think the problem, you guys should listen to, uh, if you haven't already, the Oral History of the Office on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, so funny. <laughs> oral History? Oral History. Mm-hmm. They talk about uh, when Steve Carell left, which was for various different reasons. Sure. Right. And the he switch, was a major star. Major, major star. And the switch just so happened to coincide with the network being sold to Comcast from General Electric, and there was a bunch of creative shifts and all this stuff, and they wanted The Office to continue, and the creative team were open to it, but because of the weird negotiations with Steve, and Steve wanted to do films and all that, he left, and so they were kind of left in the space of, what do we want to do? Mm-hmm. Doesn't feel right to put somebody in a Steve Carell yeah. position, because then like that story's kind of already been told, and so there was definitely a, a period of struggle, and they actually talk about like the cast and the the creators of the show talk about that struggle. Um, what I think is really cool is in season nine, mm-hmm. they knew that that was going to be their last season. They had an end date, mm-hmm. and Greg Daniels came back to to uh, be the showrunner. He wasn't the showrunner in season eight. Okay, and they talk about how you know when they had gotten to that point, it was kind of it was. They all were still like really enjoy their job and put mm-hmm. effort in. But by that point in season eight, and they, they came in and were kind of like, eh, we've been doing this a really long time. Right. It's becoming sort of habitual. But when the end came near, all of a sudden, all of their creative juices were flowing. Okay. Greg Daniels kept this box of ideas we can never try until it's our last season. And they did a bunch of those. And mm-hmm. so there's That's a cool. lot of really cool stuff in season nine. I watched the finale. Yeah. Which was good. The finale is, really a, is a great example of, you mm-hmm. know, of that. But I think it's definitely just, they, they definitely struggled, but I still think it's worth okay. a watch. But yeah, the first couple episodes of season eight, and then also just Andy turns out to be a dick. Yeah. yeah. Like, it sucks what he did. I just feel, I kind of feel bad for Ed Helms because that, that a- character went through a lot of change. Andy Bernard still affects how I see Ed Helms today. Uh, and yes. like, I don't want to watch Ed Helms in anything. I know. <laughs> I don't I don't disagree with you. And like when he was introduced to the show in, um, I believe it was season three, he, or no, season two. Wait, I got to. Didn't he I'll work with Rashida Jones? He did over at the. So that's uh, season two, right? I think so. I always get season two and three mixed okay. up. But anyway, when he came over from uh, the Connecticut branch with Jim, mm-hmm. like when Jim came back to Scranton. He was like a, a much different character who remember had an anger problem and then they wrote right. in that he was going to anger management so they could change his character personality. Uh-huh. And so when he came back a couple episodes later, completely different person. And then it happened <laughs> yeah. again Didn't, in season seven and eight. Is that, is that when he got sent to like anger management? Yeah. yeah. Anger management. What's, fu- so what's funny is that this, this show alone, Andy Bernard, has just changed the way I view Cornell. 
Oh, Cornell, the school. Yeah, because because <laughs> he always because he always talks about how he's from Cornell, right? But he's a paper salesman, and so it's like, okay, well, I don't look down on Cornell, but just it's, <laughs> it's funny because it comes up in conversation, and whenever I hear of that school, I think of The Office. Yeah, yeah. Any yeah. other shows you guys have watched for forever? <sighs> oh I got, man, I, I got one. Okay, that '70s show. Oh I, wow, that was on for a long time. I loved that '70s show. And I maybe, did too. Maybe as far as like, because I, I was thinking about this while you guys were talking about, you know, Steve Carell leaving and stuff. Yeah. Right. That not, Eric Foreman left. Yeah. That not necessarily the show lasting too long. It's just when the key components that yeah. make it all work leave. Yeah. I feel like then you're reaching the point. Why of, keep going? Yeah, yeah. Why keep going? But I, I mean, it kind of sucks because for a lot of these actors, it's like, okay, well, I'm not getting these big breaks, you know, so yeah. like, I want to keep this going because this is how I'm getting money. But when you look at that 70s show, like Foreman leaves kind of being an asshole. You know, oh, like, yeah. like the, really la- the last few, the last few seasons, he's such a dick to Donna. And then there's a whole bunch of weird shifting and dynamics, like dynamic going around because you can tell these guys knew what was coming. They yeah. knew he was leaving. And so they were making him more distant. They were making him sort of a jerk and they were moving things around. You know what I mean? So then he leaves. So it didn't even feel like the show. It didn't even feel like it. And then he leaves and then Kelso eventually leaves. Yeah, they really were shedding people by, and then by they, the end. Yeah, and then they make Kelso's brother like a main component of it, and then people hated him. And, they, <laughs> what, and his name was Randy, and I was like, come on, oh, guys. No, I'm sick of this. Randy. They it's brought uh, Seth uh, Meyer's brother in. Oh, that's right. They brought yeah. him in, and then they started doing these weird changes, like Fez ended up with Jackie, even though Jackie was always with Hyde, and just, I don't know. It's, it was oh. yeah. Donna dyed her hair blonde. Oh, like, oh no. Blonde Donna. But, <laughs> blonde Donna. But it was just, it was weird, too. And it, it, I, when I look back at it, I always find it kind of funny because i mean god bless him you know I, I don't know what it's like to be an actor obviously but i find it so funny I that do, Topher Randy. grace <laughs> he left to go play venom and uh, like looking yeah. back now it's like who told him him as venom was a good idea I don't look know. spider-man 3 was rough we all know it yeah was. <laughs> it was shout out to Topher. uh futurama <laughs> always makes oh yeah my yeah. list of long i love Futurama. I'll okay. watch anything Futurama. But okay, oh my now God. If, if we're talking about shows that lasted too long, don't are we, you dare diss it, Randy. No, no, I'm saying, are we insinuating that they they lasted too long and they eventually got bad, or just the show was on for just, too just long? Just that it lasted long. Okay, not, yeah, yeah, not, not they, too long okay. necessarily. But you fell off, right, you know, right, right, for right. whatever reason. Unless you have stinking thinking. I've tried to I've tried to watch Futurama a lot, and every once in a while, I get into these spurts. I'll watch a few episodes, but then inevitably I fall off for whatever reason. Yeah. I love Futurama. So good. I what? would take new episodes right now the if professor. they're willing to give them to me. Oh, man. The Professor, Fry, Leela. Zoidberg. Zoidberg. <laughs> but possibly yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. Well, Game of Thrones ran for eight seasons, 83 episodes. And I have not wow. contained my excitement for the book you want me to read to you. Rip, 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 rip. Fire Cannot Kill a Dragon. Now, this is a major, massive spoiler from the Game of Thrones books, which differ greatly <gasps> from the show. So if you're thinking you're going to read the books, this is a big spoiler. So maybe fast forward. That being said. Earmuffs, I'm... Randy, earmuffs. <laughs> yeah, Randy's going to read the books, right? Uh, I've told you guys about Lady Stoneheart before. Yeah. Yes. yes. In the books, she's a reanimated Catelyn Stark and she's back for revenge and she has a big knife slit across her throat. She doesn't really speak. She just kind of grunts. Um, it was an absolute shock when she showed up in the books. She's with the Brotherhood of Banners and the last thing we saw them doing is they were hanging Brienne from a tree because Jesus. they think Brienne's in cahoots with Jamie Lannister. And so basically she exists to take revenge on the Lannisters for the Red Wedding. And book readers really wanted God, her on the show. God, that would have been so good on the show. Really, really wanted her on the show. So in 
the behind the scenes book, Weiss and Benioff talk about why they didn't put her on the canvas. And so I think they've got a couple of interesting reasons. We all know television plays out differently than it does on the page. And so The Red Wedding, you think about it in terms of the show, also in the books, but it is a high watermark Mm -hmm. of the show. That is, if you say Game of Thrones, inevitably that is a scene you think about. Absolutely. And when, you know, they're doing the Game of Thrones live concerts and stuff, when it comes to that and they're playing (laughs) the Reigns of Castamere, like everybody's freaking out. Yeah. You know, the hair on the back of everybody's neck stands up. That's the moment, the Red Wedding. And so they were looking at it in terms of that along with the fact that they knew that they were going to resurrect Jon Snow. And so to have two such huge characters resurrected, they felt that maybe it would take somebody's dying power away. Like if somebody dies, maybe viewers would think, oh, well, maybe they'll just I, reanimate. I don't disagree yeah. with Maybe they'll that. just come back. And they just wanted to leave the Red Wedding as one of the most powerful moments in the show. Now, if not d- the most. In the books, did... Did Jon Snow come back? The books have ended with him being stabbed. That is the last place we left off in the so, books. The last book, I believe, came oh. out in 2011. So George R. R. Martin could very well easily write his next book, and Jon Snow is still dead. Could be. That is where the books end. Jon Snow that, being know, betrayed and stabbed. I think what really happened is Kit Harrington became a heartthrob for many people, and right they were here. concerned about viewership <laughs> yeah. dropping Me if too. he wasn't on the show. I don't know. I'm assuming it plays out the same way in the books because he's that way in the books too. He's massive. He's a massive I know, character. I, yeah, but I, you know, he's the one keeping oh, but things it alive. Been, it would have been freaking cool to see Lady Stoneheart. That sounds oh my God. really. It would have been really cool good. as shit. Like everybody was waiting at the oh. end of this one episode, and we're like, oh my God, Lady Stoneheart, she's coming, she's coming, and <laughs> never did. Uh, I just Google <laughs> image just like a fan picture of her. Yeah. Damn it. Freaky. That would have been dope as shit. But I kind of understand their reasons a little bit of why they didn't do it. Rave, when you watched Game of Thrones, yep. uh, The Red Wedding, yep. th- did you know that it was happening as it was happening? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. That was already as in the As a person books. who did not read the books when it happened, I was quite shocked. D- <laughs> did you feel <laughs> the same way about the death of Ned Stark? Oh my God, yeah. Because I feel I, yeah. like... I was so... I was almost put off so much by the death of Ned Stark, I didn't watch the show anymore. Yeah. Because I was so... Like, that That was at a time where... I mean, killing off main characters is kind of a thing now. Sure. But when Game of Thrones season one came out, I was like, so what was the point of everything I just watched? Right. Right. I remember that so vividly. Son of a bitch. Me too. Just waiting how non-book readers were going to react to that. <laughs> because as reading the book, I felt the same way. Yeah. Like, I almost threw that book against the wall. This is like, F you, George R. R. Martin. So what pissed. the hell is this crap? I was so pissed. Yeah. I, I even rewatched the episode probably four or five times, and I was somewhat convinced, like, okay, somehow Ned swapped himself out with a body double. <laughs> and this didn't actually happen, or that's somebody else's head that dropped. I don't know. That that like seems like God. that always remind me of movies when they uh when the movies promote the cast and they're like, Oh wow, oh, yeah. this person's in that in the cast and the person dies like twenty minutes into the movie. Very early on, I yeah. know. Yeah, and people rightfully freaked out. They freaked out just as hard on watching mm-hmm. the show as they did reading the books, for sure. But then Ned Stark's beheading, yes, hugely shocking. Mm-hmm. But the red wedding is next level. I it's know. next level because yeah. Catelyn dies, Rob dies, his wife dies. So many people die. Just, and uh, in the books, I believe Arya's like right outside. Like mm. she, her and the Hound like end up at the Red Wedding. 
I could be confusing books and show. I'm not sure, yeah. but yeah. it's still like, oh my god, it's so painful. So uh, as such we, a painful scene. As we know from the rewatch, I uh, I was late to the party. I yep. did try watching the first season back in high school. I I made it through. But that was back when I couldn't afford HBO, so I was using like Russian websites or whatever. <laughs> but I also fell off after Ned got killed. I'm like, well, what's the point? This is dumb. So I, I didn't try going back. But I do remember being being like I think a junior or senior and um, the Red Wedding uh, trending on Twitter. And I was watching snippets of it. I'm like, wow, this is brutal. And then, But then finally going back to it when I finally started watching the entire series, you know, I kind of knew it was already coming. Yep. But once I understood the implications and like what was happening on screen, I, I reflected back on it. I'm like, damn, that must have been such a shocker oh, to yeah. people who were watching it live. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People flipped. But like I said, I'll be reading you that book when it comes out. Yes. Thank you. October 6th. No Thank problem. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, it is <clears throat> Wednesday, September 30th. So as soon as we're done with this, I'm going straight home. Fall update time Hell for yeah. Animal yeah. Crossing. I haven't been on the island in a little bit, so I <laughs> well, need to update and get back on it. <laughs> there wow. hasn't been a lot of Animal Crossing excitement, let's face it, for the mm-hmm. summer update. Yeah. I still turn it on every day, but usually I'm on just to say hi to my vill- villagers. You know, I'm in a non-sexual relationship yeah. with Flip. I have to make sure Flip's <laughs> Oh, it's okay. non-sexual now. It's, it's, an, it's non-sexual. Okay. It's non-sexual. Uh-oh. Um, Something happened. You know, give some gifts and stuff like that mm-hmm. and just check it out. But nothing's really been happening. Yeah. Now the updates here. And then starting today, Thursday, October 1st, that's when all kinds of Halloween goodness is going to be coming at you. And I am legit psyched. So I legit psyched. Hell yeah. I did some research and apparently some people who have, uh, who are time travelers, very experienced. Okay. Um, animal crossing players told, uh, on Twitter, whatever they talked about how in pre in prior games, during Halloween time, people could steal stuff from you. Oh, dang. Like, villagers would take some of your supplies. What? Yeah, something like that. I read something on one time. doesn't sound like any of my villagers. What? Certainly not my non-sexual life partner, <laughs> Flip. <laughs> Which brings me to a Halloween-themed wedding on my island. It's going to be our fourth live broadcast. This is a big undertaking for us, but I'm legit Marrying a couple. Checked in with Jess and Carlos, our couple. They're still super down. I said, look, are you sure you're willing to go through with this? It was a resounding yes. And she sent out save the dates to her family. <laughs> oh, yes. So they know that it's happening. Oh, yeah. Amazing. We're going to have them on the island. We're also going to have them on Zoom. That's where her their That's families so will be checking out the Zoom feed. And the date she told them to save. You are all cordially invited to the nuptials of Jess and Carlos Friday, October 23rd. Rip off! That's when it's happening. I think we have a lot to figure out between now and then. Yep. But I think we got this handled. I gotta get my suit pressed. I think between the three of us, (laughs) we got this. Uh, As part of that broadcast... We're giving away a Nintendo Switch. Rip. Not a Switch Lite. What's that again? actual Switch. What the hell? And I went with October 23rd because it's nicely nestled after the boys, but before the Mandalorian. I like what you did there, Rave. You see what I see? And the fact that they agreed to that, I was like, rip. It also gives me time. (laughs) I can't believe it's actually happening. To get my uh, my island prepped. Yeah. I have to have a wedding slash Halloween pumpkin patch area. I have an area cleared. And that's going to be happening. I think that gives me enough time to get it ready. And believe it or not, I've done two ceremonies already. Cameron, a little disappointed that you didn't sign me up to officiate your wedding. But I whatever. didn't want you to work at my wedding. What? I thought about it, and I didn't want to put you at work. It's hardly work. Well, I would have I, loved doing it I, as opposed to I random understand. dude who worked at the wedding. Menu. I understand. He was fine. Whatever. Shout out to Pete. 
What up, Pete? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not holding a grudge or anything, but I'm already kind of getting a case of nerves because I I get nervous before I'm officiating because I just want it to be so perfect. I want it to be so super special for the couple. And it's not about me. It's about them. So it's like, that's the mindset I'm going to. So a little bit of nerves. I mean, not over the top, but come Friday, October 23rd, I will be super nervous. I'll be super nervous about it. But everybody, mark that on your calendars right now. Save the date. This is your save the date. Friday, October 23rd. Yes. We're going to marry Jess and Carlos. I'm so excited about On this. Animal Crossing, on Rave Cave, and on Zoom as they invite all of their legit family and friends oh, really? to it. Finally. <sighs> That's all we got for you today. How about a comment of the week winner? Four pack of holiday Star Wars cards coming at you from Love Pop. They're going to Amy P. I love this post. It's on our Instagram. The side by side of Jack Leeson as Joffrey and Anthony Starr as Homelander. (laughs) They look super similar. And the caption says, remember Joffrey Baratheon from Game of Thrones? This is him now. Feel old yet. And people were totally fooled. Uh, People totally thought it was him. (laughs) And they're like, oh my God, I feel so old. Look at Joffrey. He's a grown man. Jack Leeson is not as old as Anthony Starr yet. (laughs) Uh, But I thought that was hilarious that people were fooled. Not Amy P, though, who said, I just told my husband last week that I hate Homelander as much as Joffrey psychopaths. Agreed. Agreed. (laughs) Maybe they're father and son. (laughs) Maybe they are. Star Wars Love Pop holiday cards are coming at you. Uh, We have more Nerd Now coming at you later this week. The Boys Season 2 watch. Nice. I got to get on my Animal Crossing. I got to go, you guys. Do it. So we'll catch you next week on or later when you listen to The Boys (laughs) right here on Nerdin' Out. Read to us, Rave. That was Nerdin' Out with Ravey. Remember to store this episode in a bag with an acid-free board and put your retainer in when you go to sleep. Until next time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.